0: Very excited to be talking about it the next couple of Yes. However long this takes, probably
1: not that long. But yeah. Not with, without Steve butting in all the time. Yeah,
0: God, he's so. <laughs> <laughs> he can't shut him up. That never the problem. shuts up. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Marvelling Marvel We're back! We had a couple of weeks off uh, To reevaluate a couple of things uh, Mostly to argue about the ranking of the Fast and Furious films um, Which we're 90% certain is going to have a new number 1 in the next couple of weeks um, With Fast and Furious 9 coming out this week Which I think we're all quite excited about um, And also to let Loki kind of percolate, get going And then come and hit you with episodes 1 and 2 review this week it's just me and Terry, though. Uh, Steve, get well soon, buddy. Uh, hope to see you soon.
1: Back on the pod. Terry, Terry, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad, sir. Not too bad. Excited to finally air some thoughts and feelings on Loki.
0: Oh, me too. This has the potential to be the best of the bunch.
1: It certainly seems like it's going to have the biggest impact. It really, yeah. It feels like it's going to have the... root. Re- Uh, (laughs) Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Captain America and the Winter Soldier as it's now called. Yeah, That was very much like a standalone piece separate from the MCU. WandaVision we thought was going to have this big overarching attachment to the MCU but in essence that's almost standalone as well, isn't it? You could watch, I don't think, whereas this unless there's going to be some sort of MacGuffin, Mm -hmm. episode two very much hints at this having a fairly wide-reaching range
0: on the future of the MCU. Well, I'm 90% certain he's going to fuck up the timeline. <laughs> I think, but it's think, happened, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, he already has. That's that's true. Yeah, at the end, it happens. But you Maybe always get a feeling started yeah. the
1: multiverse.
0: Yeah, yeah, of madness. Then we're skipping
1: right to the head. there. Yeah, we exactly. are. But yeah,
0: but but for me, it's like Loki is creating the universe, and uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be the player in this universe, essentially. So, like, Loki has this this massive impact on, on the MCU. Maybe more than, than anything, any of the films, even. Even most of the films, apart outside of the Avengers, tend to be quite insular within their universe, because they're designed to be like that. They're designed so that you can watch, like, the Captain America films, or you can watch the Iron Man films, or you can watch the Thor films. It slightly goes off at the end with the Thor films, but... But this definitely feels like it's had like a massive impact on the MCU, Um, and yeah, we should go back to the start and how how this how this all starts. Uh, Just just generally, what what do you think of it anyway? What we've seen so far.
1: What in just about episode one or episode one and two? two. well, I think episode one was literally just like the exposition dump, wasn't mm. it? That was literally, this is what this series is going to be. This is explaining everything you'll possibly need to know. We'll draw a line under it, and then next week we'll start the series proper.
0: <laughs> yeah. You, you don't know, we've never mentioned any of this shit. So buckle up, sit down, start taking some notes. I, yeah. I did
1: really enjoy like, all the little bits of him like, like, take the ticket. Yeah. And the other guy doesn't take the ticket and gets just evaporated. whereas yeah. and then Loki's like fumbling for his ticket. <laughs> I love. I love all the little cartoon catch-ups of like this. Yeah. We are the TVA. This is where we come from. This is why we're here.
0: Yeah, and how they seem sentient as well. Like the the yeah. little animated clock. I can't remember her name. Is is sentient? It's like a living yeah, he thing. He talks
1: to it in episode yeah. two, doesn't he?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, the little nods. I love how normal everything is to everyone that works there. Like this is just like yeah. life. It's just it. The TV it's clearly meant to be modelled after the DVLA in in um or, or the the American equivalent of the DVLA, DVLA uh, which is considered to be a bit of a nightmare in America, I believe. Like in terms of getting yeah. anything done. So
1: but Paddy and Selma work there, don't they?
0: Exactly, yeah. Uh, DMV, that's what it is in America, isn't it? Yeah. So it's clearly meant to be like a, a take on that, and they've done such a good job. Everyone, as I say, is so normal. Like this is the most normal Owen Wilson's been, and he is working for an agency that stops. Uh, multiple timelines branching off uh, using uh, a variety of, of methods including uh, collars that, that stop you from uh, moving basically cause... Well they
1: don't stop you from moving do they? they allow you to be rewound Yeah, which is amazing back. Yeah, where he's just like running and, he keeps... and then when Loki steals it off him yeah, <laughs> and he gets that woman and he's just making her disappear and reappear <laughs> and, he's just having... and he's literally just like <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing about this,
0: like um this, I made the joke before we started about the, the Onion put up an article saying people surprised about how Loki like the Loki TV series is. It is we haven't seen Loki for a while, so you do kind of forget that he's a lot of fun in these films most of the time. Like yeah. he's he's there to he's there to add mischief, and he does that so well. So like he doesn't just if if he's got an escape plan, it's not just going to be an escape plan. It's going to be an escape plan with a flourish, like where he can have some fun with it as well.
1: Um. He said a couple of times, isn't he? Like, you're all following my plan. And it seems at the time like it's him trying to be secure. But you do wonder if actually Mm. he is playing a massive chess game. Because you've got to imagine there's sort of a few potential endings to this. Mm. There's he he gets evaporated Mm -hmm. because they don't need him anymore. He gets put back in the timeline. Yeah. He joins the TVAA as a thingy. Yeah. Or he does a bunk. Yeah. And you're leaning towards does a bunk.
0: I think that whilst I don't think any of these series have a sequel lined up, I think it's nice to leave the door open a bit. Like, Mm. so I don't think they'll, I mean, now you've introduced time travel into the MCU. It doesn't really matter. if He already died in the MCU once. It doesn't really matter if he dies again. They can just bring him back. Some find a way of bringing him back, and and by no, that just point,
1: another timeline.
0: Exactly. By that point, there'll be hundreds of them. So, um, my favourite thing about this Loki is he's gone straight from end of Avengers Loki to this. So he's, we haven't got working with his brother in Ragnarok Loki or yeah. his mum. Well, dying. we talked
1: about yeah. that in the lead up, didn't we? You yeah. said that like, it's a very different <clears throat> Loki. It's not the Loki that's humble and mm. learnt his lesson and realises that there's a bigger plan. This is no, I'm a little shit, I want to be king of earth. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is the Loki we've got.
0: Yeah, he's still incredibly arrogant in this. Like yeah. and it it's <clears throat> refreshingly arrogant I think as well.
1: But he's he's kind of a joy to watch with a, a lot a lot of this and like there's even little bits like when right in the beginning where he test racks himself just to that sand bit and people appear and he jumps on a rock so he's taller than everyone (laughs) yeah yeah oh yeah exactly yeah he doesn't just stand on the sand and talk to them he jumps onto the nearest high thing so they're all looking up to him he loves that
0: and he he's he's got the grand speeches in this as well which is brilliant so
1: that's what you want him grandstanding. it's been doing the rounds on instagram but I think it was it in the lead up to Age of Ultron where they mm-hmm. went to Comic Con and they just sent him out as Loki. Yeah, like dressed. And he like literally it, just yeah. stands there and everyone's chanting and he just puts his finger to his lips and everyone stops. Yeah,
0: and that was the he he even drops that I've been I've been um,
1: burdened with glorious purpose. Yeah, isn't it? And, and then and he just makes like, a... going say my name. Yeah, <laughs> and then we're just shouting Loki. It's just like this is the bad guy and everyone's lapping it up. He's
0: yeah. Well, this is Marvel's. So, is this Marvel's first thing about a bad guy? Depending on what you view as Scarlet Witch, I suppose. But like, this is the first you know, she, series. She
1: probably left that potentially mm. a villain, but yeah, she went in as a mm. yeah. And I think also this is the first series of a character. Although he's obviously not a major character mm. as in Thor, but he's had a lot of screen time. Yeah, we talked has. before about the series giving lesser people screen time, but I mean at this point, what he's had three, four films, an Avengers film where he's been a massive part. Yep.
0: Infinity War. Obviously a as well. small
1: part in Infinity yeah. War, but a crucial part in Infinity War, which yeah. that's a bit I loved in the first episode where like yeah. he's rewinding his own life and forward and like just the reactions to like his mother dying because oh, at this point God. his mother hadn't yeah. died. His father telling him, like, I've got two sons, mm. I'm sorry I let you down, and watching himself die mm. was like the the acting for from Hiddleston in that little bit was amazing.
0: Yeah every they they bring up his mum dying again don't they at one point as well mm. it's fairly obvious that that this affected him more than he lets on in um Thor the dark world as well yeah which he kind of you know you know it has but it, it is never really he doesn't ever really get a chance to 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 show that so much whereas yeah. this he is his opportunity to be like he's obviously really close to his mum so like um mm. I really, really like that as well. Um, <clears throat> Owen Wilson as Mobius M. Mobius, it's he, he, just brilliant as well.
1: This yes. is I love most- how because, like we said, like yeah. he's got quite a lot of charisma as Owen Wilson, which apparently yeah. it's been confirmed by the writer. He does not say wow at any point in this <laughs> series, um, but he's just so dull. Yeah, and I think and I read somewhere saying like they deliberately gave the TVAA like shit tech. Yeah but nothing's fancy. It's all old tech because they like the idea that, like you say, like it's like the DVLA where they're just getting by. They haven't got a good budget. so They have to crack on with what they've got kind of thing. And I sort of just love and like the whole bit in the second episode with Mobius where he's talking about a jet ski. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an amazing thing. And it's like, but I'll never get to ride one.
0: I love, (laughs) I'm loving all the memes about the jet ski as well. With like um, Mm. two people on a jet ski and they've just put uh, Owen Wilson's face with Tom Hiddleston's face behind him holding on to him yeah I hope it ends with him getting a jet ski I get the feeling that Loki reminds me of uh, Q from uh, Star Trek The Next Generation I um, and... have
1: to hmm? give more detail on that sorry mate
0: Q is is a being from the far reaches that is basically a god but decides okay. he really likes Captain Picard and just wants to fuck, <laughs> and just 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 wants to fuck with him every now and then. So, like every now and then, he'll appear in an episode, and he'll like create a mariachi band on the uh, on the bridge of the Enterprise. And the first time he the first time he meets him, um, like they've they've travelled quite far out, and Q appears and goes, "You're not ready for this yet. Why are you doing this?" And he goes, "Well, we're, we're explorers. We have to travel." And he goes, "You're not ready for this. Let me show you." And then, boom! The first time you see the Borg Q. And he goes, right. I'm going to put you up against these guys. And essentially the Borg fucked them up. And he's like, You told you, you're not ready for this yet. And like, he just does stuff like this. But there's a great episode, and th- this, this whole series reminds me of that, where um, the other Q- members of the Q race decide that Q is just a dick. So, like, they make him a human. He, they make him any being he wants to be. And the first thing that comes to his head is human. So he just appears naked on the Enterprise. And he has to learn how to be a human. And that is kind of what this is doing with Loki. Loki, when he's in the TVA, doesn't have any of his powers. He's just hanging out with normal people. Um, Mm. But there's also a hint of Doctor There's a
1: shitload of Infinity Stones knocking (laughs) around. Yeah.
0: I love that that basically they're saying, oh, so you thought the Infinity Stones were like the most powerful thing in the universe. Like, Mm. um, yeah. Like how many people died for Infinity Stones at any one point? Yeah. Well, half the race, half the, the, the population of, of everything at one point. So,
1: And that guy's just got about 20 of them sat yeah. in his drawer.
0: Use yeah. them as uh, paperweights, yeah.
1: And doesn't know what a fish is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he is great, by the way. He's perfect for that. Just mm-hmm. kind of like, just completely oblivious to, to, to everything that's going on. And you get the feeling that everyone in there can probably throw down quite easily against someone like Loki. Um although he does kind of best the, the the two guards doesn't he so and then obviously lady yeah. Loki does as well, so
1: well there's talk isn't there like if she is actually lady Loki or not, and if or she's wait, actually a loki variant
0: or whether she's just something she's just using him
1: yeah there's there's another character i've read about mm. i can't remember the name that she could be because there's obviously the bit where she's controlling people mm. And she says, "Don't call me that." When he says calls her Loki, yeah. she says, oh, "I don't like. Don't call me that. I don't like that name." Mm. So, is it Lady Loki? Is it not?
0: Yeah, because he can't control people. The only time he could control people was when he had Loki's poke stick. So, mm. well.
1: but then they showed all the different variants, didn't they? Like, mm. and there was like a Hulk variant. And, and yeah,
0: I love that. That was amazing. That that Loki just.
1: So I'm guessing different Lokis have different powers. Yeah. As well, I love the fact they walk out and it's raining and he just dries himself with his powers <laughs> as well. And everyone yeah. else just stood there wet and he's just like, What?
0: <laughs> I, so yeah, we're at episode two, I love that they're going to all these like apocalyptic occasions and they're just kind oh, yeah, of hanging Pompeii's out. Pompeii is brilliant. Yeah, Pompeii is amazing. You're all going to die. See, it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how it. pleased he is with himself when he works out and he's using like the salt on his lunch. Yeah. I want to eat that. Well, that's, that's my a, lunch. That's another example of how normal everything is. Like, Mobius
0: is just sitting there trying to eat his salad. The, where did he get the salad? Like so, so my mind started racing at this point, going, and so like, hang on. So where does he live? Where where does he prepare a salad in the morning? Like, does he just got like a normal
1: house somewhere? Well, used in your Star Trek reference, I yeah. imagine they've probably got a thing where he just goes up and goes seize a salad, mm. please.
0: Yeah. It, I love. That it's just a bit shit. Like, if you could like pick anything, maybe maybe at that point you're just like, I just want a salad, you know? But like the fact that it, it it's obvious that <laughs> it's going to be hard for him to make another one because Loki ruining it with all the salt and the pepper is obviously uh, annoying to um, Mobius. It's yeah. I just I just I I started thinking about like where where do these people live and stuff like that. Because they're so normal, it's like when you see Iron Man, like you're not you're not thinking, oh, I wonder where he lives. But they do show you where he lives. He lives in a massive fucking mansion on the coast a lot of the time. But like when you're like these normal guys, you're just like, what do they do when they're not here, or are they just always here?
1: But we've seen like that big planet vista through the window, haven't we? So I guess yeah. maybe they have got little huts and flats or whatever that they go in. But yeah. then time goes differently, so. Who knows? Maybe
0: yeah. they don't sleep or... Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I don't know. It's just, I, I'm loving that this is unlike anything that Marvel's ever done before. Like, they're completely yeah. out of their comfort zone doing something crazy. With, like, minor references to like other things like Infinity Stones. But it's like, Loki's going on an adventure with a load of stuff we've never seen before. And I, I really like that. Like, the best thing they can do now is not reference this to to anything else in the MCU just keep this as like this this big separate
1: adventure the, I mean he's... i think we potentially might see a few more apocalypse things where they chase yeah. lady loki but then i know episode 2 ends with him going through the portal doesn't it so it
0: does yeah yeah and and then branching off timelines yeah so, yeah.
1: Create, potentially creating the multiverse
0: yeah i still think he's going to come good like i think i still think he's going to end this well, he's, one of two things is going to happen either he's going to end this as a good guy or the multiverse is just going to go insane because he's done something which is
1: potentially a second series could be them literally chasing this loki yeah or something like that yeah exactly yeah um my brain's all over the place with what happened in episode one and two because i really love the bit as well with mobius and loki where he's going i wouldn't stab you in the back and he goes I've watched you literally stab people in the back like five times. Like, I'm not gonna do it again. Yeah, yeah, I love that that's
0: his response as well. I won't do it again. <laughs> like like he's not at any point prove you could he can be trustworthy with anything. But he's he's still trying. Like I want to speak to the timekeepers. Like just like that's a thing, like that's a normal thing that that people can do.
1: Well there's a theory on the timekeepers, mm. isn't there? Yeah. That I've seen obviously one is Kang yeah. who's been confirmed to be an Ant-Man but yeah. apparently there's a rumor now that the other two are Loki and Mobius
0: ah that would be awesome
1: cuz you can imagine that at the end of the series he goes to meet the timekeepers and it's him
0: <laughs> <laughs> like literally him as well not just a different yeah. variant of Loki but yeah yeah, like,
1: yeah I'm you from like I'm you like infinity years in the future where I've discovered what everything is but yeah, that that's quite an interesting theory. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I like that. Hopefully,
1: well. if that is the case, Mobius does get a go on a jet ski.
0: Yes, like he's got to. They they can't.
1: <clears throat>
0: Bearing in mind, even if
1: it's a post credit sting or something,
0: or or like even like four films down the line, like um, what's his face um from Ant Man and WandaVision, the detective.
1: Like, oh yeah. Like learning how to do close up magic. Yeah.
0: Like, it's such a fun little nod that, 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 that the MCU is just so good at popping in there. But like even even if like in the background or something you see Mobius on like a jet ski at some <laughs> point. That's just amazing. Just Oh, I'd love it. And oh it's Tara Strong doing Miss Minutes. I didn't know that.
1: The name rings a bell, but I can't. She she's done
0: game. like um she's like one of the biggest names in like voice acting, so she's done like oh, okay. My Little Pony. She did originally was Batgirl, but then she became Harley Quinn in all the games and stuff. And um, <clears throat> she's yeah, huge name in voice acting, and, and it's nice that she has links to comics and she's heavily involved in this as well. So yeah, so from this we assume that the multiverse is kind of going to go crazy. And whether we now just follow Loki following Loki through through the portals, mm. I don't know.
1: Because I guess, potentially, this is set whenever they want it to be mm. as well, isn't it? Because it's happening in TVA outside mm. of normal. So this could be set during WandaVision and yeah. during Strange. Yeah. There's no way to say that this branching out, cause this branching out could be happening at the end of WandaVision where Wanda hears the kids mm. say, "Mom, we're here. And they're in an alternative. Oh my god, and, and that could be when like the, that could be when it branches off, yeah. And she completely <laughs> bursts it open going after the kids.
0: Um So, um the the other I think with this series you need to kind of um Time has no meaning, does it really? So mm-hmm, like exactly. I I need to make sure I've got my Doctor Who hat on for this one which is the, like okay so so everything's in in my first thing that goes through my head when I start watching Doctor Who is everything's set now and you're like, well no time has no meaning they can go anywhere and um I think I need to do that with Loki because they went to Pompeii and they went to an apocalyptic tornado in the future as well which I yeah, I love Looking for Bubblegum looking for bubblegum but I loved how they did that as well like um the supermarket was Slightly futuristic with like robots cleaning and stuff like that, but it wasn't, um, it didn't, wasn't like apeshit futuristic yet. Mm. So, but yeah, it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's really, really good. And as I say, I just love how blase they are about these apocalyptic events they're just turning up to, like where loads yeah. of people are gonna die. So, so a big fan of that as well.
1: Well, I guess they've got to be, like, dead to it all, haven't they? They can't because they can't go and save someone because that could create a branch. No, exactly. Their their only concern is the branches, isn't it? So those bomb things that they use, this is the only thing that I've got a slight question on. Yeah. When they set those off, that resets the timeline. So that clears anything that shouldn't be there and puts it back to the sacred timeline. Yeah. So why does Lady Loki setting, like, six off not just reset the timeline perfectly? Or is it because she's done so many, it's just confused the timeline?
0: I think that's it. And I think that she's essentially stopping an apocalypse event, maybe. Right, okay. Or doing it before the apocalypse event
1: happened. Right. I I figured so,
0: like, and then, like, by doing that, you completely change the timeline.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because I love how lots of people are losing their minds, like, Oh, so Loki can't do this, but the Avengers can travel in time. Like, yeah, because if that's part of the sacred timeline, which he literally gets told yeah. the Avengers were meant to time travel, yeah. that's he, fine.
0: And he, there's a whole scene where he's fucking jealous of the Avengers because they get to do that. They're allowed to do yeah. that. So, yeah, it's exactly, yeah. You, you need to just, people need to, to, to understand that, that Marvel kind of know what they're doing with this. Yeah. Yes, some of the time time traveling mechanics is a bit shit, a bit all over the place but at the same time um, it's something they're very very good at is checking their notes so even if the time yeah. travel doesn't make sense it doesn't really matter it will make sense within what they've created so so yeah
1: exactly I just you say, got to wonder will, will any of this bring in a, an aerospace engineer who <laughs> <laughs> might be needed at any point will I, you finally get your Reed Richards model? I would
0: love I, I, I'm now not looking for it I, I just love if they just dropped him in, like, in the middle of, like, just just some random thing. Like, even if it's, like, the middle of... Uh,
1: having a jet ski race with Mobius.
0: Yeah, yeah, and suddenly this elongated arm appears and waves at the screen and then just disappears again.
1: Well, I, apparently, I read yeah. a thing. Kevin Feige has confirmed that Fantastic Four will Ooh. end Phase Four. Makes sense. So that's a lot of films and a lot of TV series away. Yeah. It's so maybe we'll maybe we'll get the mutants out of the the multiverse as well, who knows?
0: This is this is a fun point. Since we found out last week that Casey doesn't know what a fish is, we can reasonably conclude that Agent Mobius isn't eating a Caesar salad, the dressing of which is made with anchovies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you don't have to know what it mm. is to eat it.
0: No, true.
1: I love people the... eat Donner kebabs.
0: Yeah, I don't wanna I don't ever want to know what's in that. So. <laughs> I loved the bit with the, at the Renaissance fair as well. I thought that was just a lot
1: of fun. Yeah, where he's trying to trick them You can't go outside. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. Mobius just lets him go and then just goes, nah, he's talking shit.
0: <laughs> um I love Mobius obviously has this um <laughs> Sorry, someone's just I'll read this out in a second, just found something. Um I love that Mobius is the we're gonna trust him one more time. And Mobius is clearly the one that they're not not sure about, the kooky one, the fox molder, if you will, at the TVA. Yeah. Um and
1: um yeah, strange yeah. ideas like using a Loki to catch a Loki. Exactly,
0: yeah. Uh but I've just found this Loki variants. For the sake of keeping all these straight, we're just cataloging the Loki variant numbers for you. Here they are. Our Loki. Loki equals L6792. Athlete Loki equals L1247. You know he cheats in this image. seems to be a familiar photo. Uh, might have to find that at some point. Horny Loki. Oh, it's Lance
1: Armstrong. <laughs>
0: oh, it is, isn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Horny Loki <laughs> equals L6795. Party Loki equals L8914. Warrior Loki equals L7803. Uh, the Lady Loki Sylvie variant uh, appears to be L one one three O. So yeah, but I like that they've got all the names. Um, I yeah, Loki's magic powers are entertaining as well because we're finding out little things like he can just try himself.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I like that one, and because <clears throat> he says that. Oh, and he talks about the difference in that like, there's replicating. And then there's replicating yourself so that you're moving separately. Yeah. And they were just looking at him just like, what? But he's like really pleased with himself. Like, no, no, no. You can just pretend something's there or you can make yourself duplicate. He seems really happy when he gets to sort of like one up them, so to speak.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, well, he's, he just needs to be the smartest guy in the room, doesn't he? So, um, yeah.
1: here's,
0: here's a, a fun one. Um, the code name mentioned for Ragnarok is uh Revengers. Is is one of the, the code <laughs> names for it. I love that as well. Uh, Destruction of Asgard was a class seven apocalypse, yet the hurricane later in the episode was a class ten. Which should say everything about guess. how bad the hurricane was gonna be. Yeah. Hmm. Um, enough. It's uh they mentioned Pompeii as well, obviously. Almost all the apocalypses Loki and Morbius find between twenty forty seven and twenty fifty one are climate related. The climate disaster of twenty forty eight, extinction of the swallow in twenty fifty, the tsunami of twenty fifty one, of course the fact the hurricane hitting Alabama in twenty fifty is a category eight. At the moment in our real modern world, classifications only go up to five for hurricanes. So there's that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, obviously that's gonna wipe like ala- like um yeah, Alabama off the map, I think, is the is the point.
1: Yeah. It's, probably
0: do with uh, yeah. that now to be fair yeah <laughs> um, so Lady Loki isn't new or at all surprising as there is present for Loki taking on a woman's form for at least the last 15 years of comics but it also might not be Lady Loki after all, that's what you were saying before uh, yeah. Sil- Sylvie Lushton was a regular human living in Broxton Oklahoma until one day shortly after Asgard reappeared over her hometown following Ragnarok um, Loki gave her powers just to mess with her <laughs>
1: Yeah, that that's one of the things I read. Yeah.
0: So what if like she is like that because he gave her the powers initially? And this is part of the long game to get him out of it?
1: Yeah. Cause then that would explain why they think she's a Loki variant yeah. as well, if she's been given her powers by Loki.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So that could be the case that she is she was made she was given powers, driven slightly insane by Loki. Um I would love if they do that, though, like they did in the comics, where Asgard just reappeared over Earth, and uh, that How does it in the, in the comics at one point. Yeah, and that leads to a storyline they've been kind of hinting at in the films as well, with the um, the Dark Avengers who decide they're going to invade Asgard, uh, lead lead an invasion of Asgard. So that's um, Norman Osborn becomes the Iron Patriot. Um but then there's others in there as well, like venom and, and few, i can't remember who else was in it but it's it's all bad people taking on the mantles of of the Avengers, basically really good Ooh. um so that would be interesting if I kind of get the feeling that Loki might try and save Asgard
1: yeah
0: yeah, that might be the way they kinda go um. As well as saving his own life, I think I think we'll obviously find out that Loki isn't as selfish as he's been letting on, necessarily.
1: Well, he says in this, doesn't he? Because yeah. like the question Mobius yeah. keeps asking him is like, why? Like, do you like hurting people, or yeah. why do you do it? And he says like, I don't like it. I do it because I have to do it. Yeah. Get where I want to be. Like, it's not something that I enjoy, but I've got to do it. He's ambitious. So, yeah.
0: Ambitious with no scruples, yeah. Uh,
1: anything else we want to talk about?
0: Loki-wise? Yeah, no,
1: another thing just popped into my head yeah. there with you talking about him dying. Mm. <clears throat> Again, I read it on Instagram where the last thing on his file isn't him getting choked by Thanos, it's him being hugged by Thor. So he wasn't mm. dead when Thanos put him down. Like His last moments were being cuddled by Thor as he died, which is kind of sweet.
0: It is, and also pretty messed up as well that yeah, yeah. But thor had to watch it bad course.
1: day yeah oh boy
0: but he he comes back with a vengeance doesn't he um i like this the beginning of loki and sylvie's face off reminds us of kermit the frog versus Hooded the coded kermit the frog <laughs> <laughs> which i hadn't thought about but now that's all i can think about so yeah yeah
1: it very much does
0: yeah like i want to kind of see where this is going like it's 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 so much faster paced than the other two series, like even though the first episode yeah. was literally just exposition it's still so much has happened in these first two episodes and I, I just get yeah, the feeling it's, not, it's just going to constantly not carrying passages no.
1: this one, there's no explanation it is just, we've had the explanation of who the TVA are and now yeah. it's just right away we go,
0: yeah exactly Yeah, it's, it is Marvel's Doctor Who essentially, I think or what they're going to do, like If Doctor Who, or or if Doctor Who was the master, I suppose would probably be more likely because he's slightly more mischievous, isn't he? Obviously, than Doctor. He's a scamp. He's a scamp as well, but much like um, Loki is. So, so yeah, very excited about where this is going. Um, Only six episodes as well, isn't it? Yeah, but it's fine. Like the more I think back on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the more I think that I wish there was a couple more episodes, but I get it. It just didn't feel like a complete series in the end, did it? Like, it felt like it was really missing something. And there there are rumours yeah, but... that there was a whole, like, virus outbreak plot line to it that they took out. Yeah. Um, whereas this, was I the, hope... Do we, we know if Loki was
1: affected by it at all?
0: I hope not. I hope not. Well, as, the, as in the virus outbreak was something they had yeah. in the plot for Falcon Wind Soldier, apparently. They just took it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember because it was too though, close yeah. to home. That's, um as a result, it didn't make much sense at times, which is a problem. But uh, I think Loki, yeah. I think Loki is—it definitely feels more rounded, doesn't it? Like they know where they're going with it from the start. So
1: I think they've got a bit more free reign, haven't they? Because yeah. even with one division, which they could go batshit wild with, they still sort of had to get to a point where it was back to normal. Yeah, you couldn't have ended it where it started whereas this they can end, they could end it with Loki as a timekeeper they could mm. end it with Loki being dead they yes. could end it there's a million different ways they could end it
0: yeah I'm looking
1: forward so to they're not it constrained out. with oh we need to start thinking about how we're mm. going to end it in episode 4 or start doing this it's just let's just do it
0: yeah no I totally agree um okay so Loki done have you watched anything recently you've been to cinema a few times I think haven't you
1: uh, so speaking of pandemics and how it got removed from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yeah. I went and saw In the Earth yeah. with Sonya, which is the new Ben Wheatley film. Yeah, he wrote, made, edited in 15 days during the pandemic, <laughs> and in it there is a pan- an unspecified pandemic. There's just like hell. it yeah. literally starts with a guy walking down a dirt road. Mm. <clears throat> he gets to a disinfection point where they come out. They spray him. They're all wearing like mm. face masks, and they're just kind of thinking, of, "Oh yeah, it's hit that village quite bad, isn't it?" Mm. And then he has like all these tests done. He has like the the swab against his throat. I mean, he has to give a piss sample and a blood mm. sample as well. So yeah, it's just <clears throat> kind of eerie seeing it almost as it is on a film. Because obviously we've seen it in places where there's like social distancing and yeah. stuff, but. As you would expect from a Ben Wheatley film, it is fucking mental.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: So it is essentially, because the weird thing is the main guy in it is Joel Fry, who up until this point, I'd only ever seen him in Yesterday, where he plays the drunk, stoned roadie. Oh, okay. Whereas in this, he's playing quite a serious character. But it's him and a park ranger helping him get to an experiment site in the middle mm. of the woods. And basically it just all goes awry. <clears throat> There's this whole thing of Pagan Fetch, which is like a demon slash spirit of the forest.
0: He loves and, shit like that, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, and they stumble upon a character played by Reese Shearsmith, who is, I think, one of the most underrated actors because he is fucking mental in this film.
0: So I was talking to someone today about um League of League of Gentlemen mm. and about how yeah, it's hilarious, but nearly every episode has like massive horror like tropes involved as well yeah and they're just making this funny series around these things they love he goes even in the first episode where the kid goes missing and she comes back and uh, she goes to him did i do well And she goes yes you played your part perfectly so it's directly from the wicker man and it's like shit like that i don't even think about but yeah i think i think you're absolutely right i think reese shearsmith doesn't get and really inside nice credit. number
1: nine as well it's yeah one of the best tv series on tv it's yeah amazing
0: yeah, I need to watch more of that. I've only watched a couple of episodes. They're I've all heard.
1: on iPlayer. I've been working back through them with Series 6 being on TV. But yeah, this there's bits in this film where I genuinely couldn't watch. Really? <clears throat> me, I went with Sonia and yeah. basically she was watching me watch the film, but watching me watch the film was me with literally covering my eyes going... <laughs> really? <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. It's not like over the top, but it's one of those things where it looks real yeah. and that gets me more... Because I sort of get that like, shit films like, no, not shit films, but like shit special effects in a film like the original Dawn of the Dead where it's clearly yeah. paint it's clearly this. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. When it's crap CGI, yeah. I can just look at it and it doesn't. Whereas this, it's simple stuff. So it's like a, a severe cut to the foot. Yeah. But I mean, like there's skin flapping, but it looks realistic. So that's yeah. like, oh. Because the thing with me is that like, it's needles and scratches on skin that gets me like, Saw 2, where she gets thrown in the pit of needles, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in a film, I think. Gave me the right shits.
0: You see, my, my worst bit in Saw 2 was the
1: where she puts the arm up with the, um, yeah. the, the, the that iris. Sort of, yeah. yeah, that's not good either. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's a film that has to be seen at the cinema, I think. Really? I have no idea what happened at the end. I couldn't explain the end. I can give you a general explanation of what happened at the end, mm. but it's a very. To sound wanky, it is an experience. I kind
0: of want to go like, see it the now. The
1: sound is very important. Yeah. And it's, at the start, it comes up and says, like, um, warning. Like, there are parts of this film with photo, so photosensitivity. So if you were epileptic or mm. you are photosensitive, you might. You know, normally you see that and you think nothing of it. This is the only film where I've seen that and I've thought, fuck, I'm not epileptic, but I think I might be about to have a fit. Fuck. Because it hell. just fucking goes for it there's literally bits in the middle of a wood and it is just flashing lights but that's part of the f- it's literally flashing lights in the forest and it is just yeah he doesn't hold back at all but I, I really like Ben Wheeler really like yeah. Kill List I think is a great film Kill List A Field in England brilliant. which also stars Reece Shearsmith which yeah. is again one of the weirdest fucking films I think I've ever seen
0: yeah he he quite yeah. likes Reece Shearsmith and he quite likes uh, what's the other guy from Spaced Tyres the guy who plays Tyres from Spaced
1: yeah, Michael Smiley, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah,
1: and Neil maskin I think he has in yeah. quite a lot of his. But it's one of those films, and I knew it when we and sonny came out of it. People will love it, and people will hate it. I don't yeah. think anyone's going to go. It was all right. Like for me, it was five stars. Yeah. When I went on IMDb, those people were giving it one, just like I have no like. What was it? What's the point? It's like they're the sort of people that have to know what happens, and they I need love an people answer.
0: that go. What's the point of that film? It's like, I suppose if that's your attitude, what's the point of any film?
1: And the thing is, like a large part of it is just these two people walking in the woods having normal conversations. Like, Mm. what experiment are you going to do? Mm. Oh, like, oh, I'm not actually on the team. I've been drafted in because of the pandemic. And one of the people who put, like, why is there no banter between them? It's like, because they're in the middle of a pandemic, walking through a scary fucking forest. Is that, oh, in, was it in Kronos? Ron Perlman's constantly talking about his fat nose that he doesn't like. So like, yeah, but that's a comedy horror. Yeah. This isn't a comedy. This is an out and out horrendous like horror film about what humans will do to each other.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want to change the tone too much. Like he he's not going for comedy, so Yeah. That's so it would, it would yeah.
1: complete you, it would just be like no that's not what it's about. It's just about these two people having a nice conversation, but an awkward conversation because he's clearly holding something back. Yeah. And you're like, what's he holding back? But yeah, I would 100% recommend it. I can't imagine it'll be at the cinema long because it's a Ben Wheatley film and they don't make massive amounts of money. That was
0: a... Um, wasn't that a... Um, uh, uh, unlimited viewing? No, it wasn't. Was it not? Oh, no. I might go see it on my day off then.
1: It's still on, but I think it's only on about like twice a day or something like yeah. that. And the screen we saw it was only about, I think, 10 rows. I, don't, I don't quite see that. 100%... As I say, if you're gonna watch it's one of those films, I think almost like two thousand and one, if you're mm-hmm. watching it for the first time on like your normal TV in the daytime, it's not gonna have an impact. But seeing it in the pitch black with an amazing sound system wow. just makes yeah. all the difference.
0: Nice. Anything else? Yeah.
1: Uh cinema, I don't think so. I did watch a really good film on Netflix, which surprised me actually. Hmm. Uh, called i see you okay which has helen hunt in it which because mm. i recommended it to a few people my friend watch it she was like what's wrong with the woman's face and helen hunt i don't know if she's just had bad botox or what but her face does look like she's a burn victim in this film <laughs> um but it's, it's a hard film to explain because i don't want to ruin it but mm. basically the it's like this family drama where he's a cop who's also investigating the disappearance of some boys. Yeah. She's clearly had an affair or something and the son hates her for nearly breaking up what's ha- like the family. Mm. And just weird things are happening like all the silver disappears. Okay. Um, a window has been left open. This has happened and it's just like and it's like is there a ghost? Is there a spirit? Is it a demonic possession? Is she going mental? is she Mm. just weird is she calling out for attention and then halfway through the film you find out what it is and then it goes off on its own journey but i really really liked it i didn't see that middle point coming Mm. Uh, even potentially ruin it by telling people that there's a midpoint and something happens so it's not going to say what it is but you find out what it is and then you follow that to its conclusion but i really really liked it it's on netflix it was one of those where I just thought, oh, that'll be okay, but it genuinely really, really enjoyed it.
0: Okay, I'll give it a watch. That sounds good. I'll watch something that you recommended, actually. Uh, kind of recommended. The Purge TV series.
1: Yeah, which series... Both series. I'll or watch both
0: one? of them, yeah. Um, it's. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... I don't think I can pick one over the other. I liked aspects of each one. So, like... Um, I th- I thought the um, posh girl that's uh, had a threesome with the two people trying to get in with her dad, I thought that kind of went on a bit long, like for a bit, but I did really like the idea of the bar where it's just open to people that aren't going to purge, basically, or open to people mm. that are wounded or that need help and they can charge a fortune for it. So I really liked that. And then the second one, what I liked about the second series was that you have the purge night and then you've got the year leading up to it. Yeah. That's, that's what I like. Yeah. I like
1: that the in between, like you've got the guy trying to find out who was trying to purge him and stuff yeah. like that. It was just a bit more interesting than just all the purges happening. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And the guy who's just killing people. Just outright killing, going yeah. around killing people. Um and then it ends obviously with the other purge night, which I really liked as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, no, I, I th- thought it was surprisingly good because I thought it was gonna be a lot of it is we've had these ideas like for the films and we're never going to fit them into the films so exactly why yeah. don't we put this in there but then they they really kind of there was like the, the central themes the actual central themes i thought were really good i really like the matron saints as well the women that go around fucking up men that are um abusing women as well i thought that yeah. was great and branding them
1: um yeah as i say i think it just explores the purge properly because yeah. I think that's been my problem with the purge films. I really like the idea yeah. of the purge, but I don't think any of the films have nailed what it is. And seeing a trailer for the new one, fucking hell. I mean I will mean, go watch
0: it. I really like the I'll go watch yeah. it, but
1: it's the Forever Purge and it's basically everyone's decided that no, we're not going to have it for one day. We're just going to keep killing everyone. Mm. And that's what the film is. And it's people trying to escape after the purge has happened. It's just like it's not a fucking purge now, is it? Well, it's, it's, just... It's,
0: it's just always on the nose, isn't it? So this one is them trying to escape to Mexico, essentially. There's a bit in the yeah. trailer where they say that they are... Um, you yeah, know, Mexico is closing open its borders in open... yeah, six hours yeah, exactly, yeah. or something. Exactly, yeah. Which, you know, is obviously tongue-in-cheek reference to Donald Trump and his wall. But I'll go watch it. I think you're right. I think one of the best things about the TV series is, is how blasé people are about, oh, I'm going to go purge. Like, I'm going to go kill someone. Mm. I'm going to go fuck, fucking kill someone, like, throughout the rest of the year. I'm going to go do it. What? Because I can. Mm. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to go kill someone. It's not illegal. Like, just throughout the rest of the year. And you don't really get that in the films
1: because everything's in such yeah, a hurry. because they talk, don't they? Like, it's my yeah. right to purge. I want to yeah. go and pur- Whereas in the films, it's just like, oh, he's a sick fuck. He wants to kill people. Yeah.
0: But, like, these are just normal people, like, sharpening mm. knives and stuff and just, like... Really like that. And and the the bit I like in the first series, don't want to give too much away just in case anyone does end up watching it. Um, is the the guy at the end, I really liked him as well. Like the idea that everything's kind of pushing him over the edge. Like even the stupid right, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. and he's just like following people round and yeah.
1: Having his falling down moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like planned. have yeah. have, have you seen um no, that nobody yet? I've I've seen nothing but good things about it
1: no 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 i want to see it but yeah, yeah that had an unlimited screen and i went to book it and yeah. filled up
0: yeah i'll go see that one so it's not come out at the cinema yet then.
1: i think it's out now i might go watch that at some point as well then. but yeah no, i just like the idea of um it's bob odenkirk isn't it his yeah name? i always can't remember if it's bill or bob yeah just him being like an action hero and he said he deliberately didn't get muscly <laughs> like he didn't want to be like this action hero yeah. he's just him yeah. beating people up yeah,
0: so when we've got Fast and Furious on Thursday
1: yeah we've got Fast 9 we're gonna go back to the family
0: I can't wait I can't wait I'm so excited like I was talking to someone like so many people come in the shop talking about like a Fast 9 comes out on Thursday I think this is like a real like we've been looking forward to this kind of thing even though it's probably gonna be shit John Cena playing fucking Vin Diesel's brother
1: Jacob wait. Toretto I think or Jake Toretto <laughs> Of course, yes.
0: Cool. Personally, I can't see it, but also you can't see him.
1: No, yeah. that's it. It just seems like they've managed to turn this into like a real event film. Whereas, like mm. we said on the podcast, it was just like this film that came out every now and again about some people in cars. Yeah. And yeah, now it's. I mean, I only properly saw a trailer for it the other day, like huh. some sort of magnetic car that is just blowing cars away, <laughs> yeah. which is clearly killing people left, right, and centre. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: bonkers. <laughs> it is. It's just completely nuts um,
1: obviously dan we can talk about your favorite bit of news as well with Vin Diesel talking about how he thinks that a um a dom film a dom solo film is in the offing <laughs> oh god which is clearly him just swinging his dick <laughs> at the rock and jason statham i could have my own film if i wanted to
0: i totally could he probably could as well but he obviously doesn't realize that he's the central character of of like nine of these films now so uh well, no, he's, he's not, not in one he? of. He's, he's not, not in two of two them. Two of them, yeah. Central character of seven of those films. It's like, <laughs> you're the least interesting character in these films. Like, we are watching these because we like the action set pieces and we like the characters around you. You're the only person taking it seriously. Literally. No one else is taking these films seriously.
1: And, yeah, I yeah. think, as we said, I think Roman and Tej are the only people I'd want to see spin-off. Yeah, that would be a great that, spin But that off. would have to be something completely different. That wouldn't have to be like Hobbs and Shaw. That would be like them getting into trouble in a casino in Brazil or something like that.
0: Yeah. You something low-tech. You could see that as like a Netflix series or something, couldn't you? Yeah. Well. That would be good. Yeah, I agree. Low-tech doesn't have to involve cars. The only cars you see are the ones they pull up to the club in or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you use that to to lead into whatever the next uh, Fast and Furious film is. But like th- this, Universal have been after their their superhero franchise, and this is as close as I think they're going to get. So
1: because yeah, they they are essentially sure they are. this is
0: essentially it. This is their superhero. So
1: no, they don't own anything, do they?
0: No, because
1: no, that's I the thing you've got do. now. You've just got studios buying superhero properties left, right, and mm. centre that aren't that aren't followed that people don't really like. I mean, like Kingsman, that got bought up before it was even released.
0: Yeah. Uh, second one was a bit disappointing.
1: The third one looks like it could be... Well, it's a prequel, isn't yeah. it? With Ra- Ra- I mean, it's got Ralph Fiennes in it, for Christ's sake.
0: Yeah, it looked like it might be quite fun.
1: But yeah, the second one went too far, I think.
0: Yeah. I-, I like Elton John as a cameo, but like he was in that oh, film yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's fine. And I liked Mark Strong, because I like Mark Strong in pretty much everything he's in. Yeah, so. he's
1: just solid,
0: isn't he? Yeah, definitely. I've just realized that I've gone way past forty five minutes. <laughs> and like it's still not kicking us off.
1: Huh. Maybe there's a limit on maybe if it's only two people it doesn't count as a meeting.
0: Weird. Or maybe I bought premium and I didn't realise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a damn thing to do. It
0: really does, doesn't it? But yeah. Right, so we'll be back. Maybe in a few days. We might might be a quick turnaround depending on if we get our if I if I get my arse in gear and we can get something recorded before we go see
1: Fast and Furious
0: regarding Loki, yeah, if we're
1: going at eight forty, I should be good because I'm coming back from football in Tring. So I think last week I was at the cinema for eight. Yeah, so
0: S- sit sit around, have a coffee, at eight o'clock, and talk about Fast. Um, talk about Loki, maybe, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. If not, we'll do it some other time. But yeah, th- people don't need to hear this. So we'll be back to talk about Loki. <laughs> um, I think we should do at some point as well a review of the Fast and Furious film when we can get Steve back on as well.
1: Yeah, but Definitely. he's going to see it as well as me. So,
0: yeah. Is he coming to see it with us? Or?
1: Not, not with us. He's going with his sisters on the Sunday. It's a, it's a, fam, a, a martial family tradition to see yeah. Fast and the Furious at the cinema.
0: See the Toretto family. Yeah. yeah
1: fair enough. Yeah. Makes sense. One family to another.
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. We'll be back uh, soon. Then I'll, I'll leave it at that. To talk about more Loki. Enjoy. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.
1: Bye.